Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Comet's Tale podcast, and this is our first episode of the 2023-2024 school year. I am Michael Klein, the superintendent of schools here at North Polk. And I'm Hunter Fletcher, communications director. On this episode, we're joined by two first-year teachers here at North Polk who are not only new to this district, but new to the teaching profession. Please welcome North Polk High School English teachers, Miss Allison Crane and Miss Bailey Ensminger. Today, we will be diving into the experiences and perspectives of these two new educators and exploring the challenges and joys they've encountered in their first year here at North Polk. But let's hear a little bit about what drew both of you into the teaching profession and why you chose North Polk. Allison, you want to go first? Sure, yeah. Um, so I have always loved storytelling um, and an English class just in general has always been like a joy of mine, reading and writing. I've always um, really enjoyed that. And so um, that's kind of what, what drew me into teaching English specifically. Um, and then just gaining experiences in college, working with, uh, with students uh, really kind of solidified that for me, that that's the profession I wanted to go into. Um, and what drew me in to North Polk was really the like family atmosphere here. I really um, appreciate how close knit everything feels. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, I always like loved school. I enjoyed going every day. Um, once I was out of high school myself, I realized that I enjoyed that like structure and support that public schools provide. Um, and I wanted to be able to have that influence on students and be able to make an impact on a lot of people through my career. Um, so teaching just really stood out as a good way to do that and a way to be a part of the community. That's funny you say that because my, my senior year in college, my roommates, who two of them are doctors and one of them works for the FBI now, all said, you realize this is our last spring break ever? Yeah. And I go, you fools, I get <laughs> spring break every <laughs> single year in education. So uh, yeah, the structure of school, I, I, I enjoy and I always enjoyed school growing up. So I think we're gonna stick on with this, uh, this journey question. I feel we're stick with this journey question. And so our first kind of next question, we'll do some teaching questions and we'll do some fun ones to kind of uh, end the segment here. But the first one, we're gonna take a trip down memory lane. Who was an influential person in your life during your school days and how did they impact your journey to now becoming a teacher today? Because I feel like there's always that one person that sticks out that, oh, because of this person, that led me want to reciprocate back to my students. All right, Bailey, let's start with you this time. Yeah, so I would actually say um, my tag teacher, um, and it was a really cool experience because I had him for the end of elementary and middle school and high school tag. Um, we were just lucky enough that he kind of followed our grade level through the years. Um, so I worked with him for many years, like K through 12. Um, and one thing that just stuck out to me about him um, is I was a perfectionist. I didn't like making mistakes. I didn't like messing up, um, especially in front of other people at school. Um, and he always just kind of instilled in me that like, you're gonna make mistakes and it's okay. And that's how you learn. And that you don't have to have everything figured out in high school. You don't have to know what you're doing. Um, and kind of just gave me that permission to not put so much pressure on myself and to just be a kid and relax. Um, and I think that's something I really needed at that age. So looking back, I think he just had a really good perspective being a little bit older and being able to offer that to someone who's a little younger and hasn't figured things out yet. So what's his name? Give him a shout out yes. here. Mr. Hill at Bondurant. All right. Well, you can send this to him after <laughs> yeah. the fact and be like, hey, you got a shout out. Yeah. Um, I would give a shout out to Miss Jackson. 
Um, Miss Jackson was my high school choir director and theater teacher. So she taught like theater classes. And also I was super involved in theater in high school and she was like directed every show. Um, so I, I got to spend a lot of time with her uh, as as my teacher and as just like an influence on my life. Um, she actually she would uh, like teach us life lessons like she would kind of throw those in just uh, into her like daily lessons. She would kind of like make them relevant to um, to our life and like our life goals. And I always like really appreciated that. Um, and she was just like a safe space, like a safe adult that you knew you could like talk to her um, about about things. And she would like give really like awesome advice. And um, she is was super influential and like was kind of the role model, like who I wanted to be as as a teacher once I once I got into the profession. So, so choir director, what's your go to karaoke song? Now? <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting to the fun uh, questions maybe a little yeah. earlier than I was supposed to. Oh. That's a good go-to karaoke song. Hmm. I think "Living on a Prayer" would be really fun to perform. I don't have a go-to, but if I could think I of it off either. the top of my head, that'd no be a fun idea. one to like sing at the top of your lungs. Yeah. <laughs> my, I like the song "Walking in Memphis." It's been recorded by a lot of different people. I like that one, but then I think it's Ario Speedwagon. Keep on loving you. I think that's a good karaoke one too. All right, back to the actual teaching questions here. Um, looking back on the first few months, what has been the biggest surprise or the biggest kind of unexpected challenge you faced so far, and how have you overcome it? Um, one thing that I have really learned um, from, you know, teaching all day, student teaching is a very, you know, like limited experience, and it's also very safe. So you feel like no matter what, you're good because you have that teacher there to help you. Um, and one thing I've really just learned um, is how every even class operates a little bit differently. Every class has a different environment, has a different dynamic. Um, and then even within that, everybody's learning at a different rate. Students understand things differently. Um, and so for me, it's really been about flexibility and just kind of tailoring what I'm doing, depending on who specifically is in the room. Um, and I think that gets a lot easier with practice to be able to figure out, oh, I can adjust this or that based on who is in my room. Um, but that's one thing that I think you just have to learn with experience. Great. Yeah, I I would second that. That one thing that has really surprised me is just like the differences between like the groups of students that I'm seeing each mm -hmm. each day. Because like I have four classes in a row; they're all English ten, so it's all the same class. But like how class goes really really differs. Like really depends. Like I have some groups that thrive um, when it comes to like class discussions, but then when it comes to like individual like writing assignments, they're more like nervous about that. That and then like vice versa like I have some classes that like discussions are terrible and awkward almost every time but then like once they get into the individual writing assignments they really like excel there so that's that's been really interesting to see that dynamic I would agree with that so teaching the same thing four times in a row by the fourth time do you forget what you have and have not said to that group I I'll have that's to I'll have to oh. say that all the time I'm like have I told you this yet um, yes, <laughs> so. that does happen Awesome. So let's let's still go back, reflecting. Let's turn back time. Now, what advice would you give to your past self, you know, in the summer leading up to the school year as a new teacher here at North Polk? Hmm. I would say probably um, to just relax. Um, I think coming in as a teacher and a new teacher, you think there's a certain like persona that you have to have or a certain way you have to, you know, interact with people. Um, and I've just been really 
amazed and impressed with the North Polk students. I find them incredibly respectful and responsible and they have good heads on their shoulders and they know what they're talking about. Um, and so I've gotten to build relationships with them very quickly and very easily. Um, and I just think that's a really awesome part of the job. And I'm so like proud to be at a district where our students are so engaged and involved like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I, hmm, if I could have prepared for the year more, I guess, I don't know, that's such a tough mm-hmm. question. Just a like lot. looking back, what would I tell myself? Um, I mean, I think kind of along the same line, like just to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like I was like thinking that I needed to be this like authority mm-hmm. in the room, but the, the kids can really read through that if you're like putting on a, mm-hmm. a front like that you need to just be authentically yourself because yeah. um, they, they can read through if you're trying to act all like mm-hmm. strict and tough but that's not really how you are and that's definitely not what mm-hmm. works for me and um, yeah it's definitely like trial and error with classroom management and I feel like there was no way I, I guess if I could prepare more I would have like set my specific routines that I wanted to like start off the year trying um, like I would have made that a very clear thing for myself. Um, if I, looking back, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think you nailed it there. Authentic genuineness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what students want to see. Mm-hmm. And so I always think making mistakes in front of students. I mean, obviously the, the small mistakes <laughs> that I don't ever hear about them as a superintendent. But I, I mean, when I was an eighth grade math teacher doing, doing a multiplication and, and miss multiplying something, kids would always catch me on it and I'd be like, oh, thank you. That's yeah. the first mistake I ever made in my life. But just, <laughs> I mean, showing that, that you're just a human being just yeah. like them, it makes them want to learn from you. So yeah, the the genuine and uh, genuineness of it, I think is important. All right. So as, as you work with high schoolers, what advice would you, a lot of advice questions here, by the way, but what advice would you give them if they're stuck on... I don't know what I want to do when I graduate. Do I go to a four-year college? Do I go to a two-year college? Do I go to a trade school? Do I join the military? What advice would you give our Comet students as they depart from these walls? Um, I would say, like, focus on what, like, what is, decide what the one thing in your life that, like, makes you the most happy, like, that you are, like, most passionate about. Like, try and decide what that is. And that can be really hard to, like, just decide what th- what that is for yourself. But, like, if you know that right now, um, it can kind of give you a good idea of, like, like, let's say you really love and enjoy English class. Like, talk to your English teacher, like, about, like, jobs within that profession. Like, and then, and then just start, like, kind of exploring exploring those and like looking into the into those things because um, a lot of a lot of life is like just trial and error and so like try things out especially in high school that's a great time to try things out because then a teacher could like um, like let's say a student comes and says that they would uh, love like a job in the English profession um, but they don't know like exactly what or like they just love English class like maybe that's when we would encourage like a creative writing class where you could explore like potentially like what it would be like to be an author um, yeah just kind of try try new things try things out um, and explore what you what really like interests you what you're really passionate about so it's not all about making money is what you're saying no no don't <laughs> focus on the money um easy for you know easy to say as a teacher but <laughs> i think it's great advice though because the money will follow if yeah. you if you find something you're passionate about doing and you enjoy doing it everything else will fall in place yeah. mm-hmm. i think my advice on this topic would be a little bit less traditional 
um, because I did change my major like three times in college. Um, so I was this exact student who thought I knew what I was doing. And then I got to college and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that at all. Um, so the first thing I'd be is like, don't expect that you should know what you want to do in high school because I don't think anybody does. Um, almost everybody that I went to high school with that went to college changed their major at least once or twice. Um, so I don't think you should put your pressure on yourself to know exactly what you're going to do at 18. Um, that being said, I also think it's important to be honest with yourself about what you're good at, what you like, um, versus picking something that you think sounds good or looks good or makes a lot of money or your parents think you should do. Um, I think it's better to be honest with yourself and figure out, okay, what is that real job that's actually going to happen versus trying to like create some job in your head that you think sounds good that you want to do. Um, and then the last thing I would say is if you are going to a four-year college, make sure that the college you pick has like your first, second, third, fourth choice of major so that if you do switch your major, you don't run into any problems and you can do that just fine. Okay, so what was the other one or two options if it wasn't going to yeah. be a teacher? So I, it's funny you brought up the money thing because I started out wanting to be a doctor because I thought it looked cool and it would be awesome and I'd make a lot of money and it'd be fun. Um, and I also think no one really talked me out of that all growing up. So I didn't, I didn't think about the time in school. I didn't think about the money it would cost. Um, so that's what I mean with being honest with yourself. Like, is this really feasible or is this really going to make me happy versus some of those other reasons? Um, and then I switched to speech therapy. And I did a semester of that, and then I switched to teaching. So, yeah. Well, awesome. So sticking on the straight, uh, this same path here, what was your dream job as a child then if you weren't going to be a teacher? If it, if obviously, you already covered yours, so mm -hmm. Ms. Crane. What do you think? Um, when I was younger, I wanted to be on Broadway, nice. and that could still happen. Mm -hmm. There's always – Come with that <laughs> shot. Take the shot. Possible. <laughs> Yeah. I always tell people about being a doctor. If you're a doctor and you have a bad day, people actually die. It's a lot of stress. Yeah. In teaching, if you have a bad day, someone didn't learn something and we get to come back again the next day and try it again. Yeah. So uh, the bad days are a little bit better. It's like my brother always thought he wanted to be an attorney and then he went and job shouted one. He's like, you just kind of sit at the desk all day. <laughs> I'm like, fun. it's, it's uh -huh. a lot cooler than it sounds for some people. Yeah. All right. Now to the fun questions a little bit. Question is, do you eat school lunch? And if you have, what has been your favorite meal so far? I don't. I've never eaten I've never school eaten lunch. Okay. Well, then I have some recommendations <laughs> for you. Um, Tuesdays here, so tomorrow morning, is breakfast sandwich day. So sausage, egg, and cheese on a whole wheat English muffin. The English muffin isn't the, the best, but the, overall the sandwich is, is a knockout and, and my favorite breakfast. Um, and then the actual uh, meals, I like the uh, spicy chicken sandwich as, is one of my favorites. Now, it, I normally, my better half wins out in that we are pushing educator wellness this year. And I normally go for the salads at lunch. Very but nice. uh, mm -hmm. uh, the spicy chicken sandwiches is a good one. Um, okay, so the last couple are prerequisites that we ask for all our people that we've had on the, on the show here. So, number three, what is a unique talent or skill that you have that many others don't know about you? Ooh, I would say I don't have this so much now, but growing up, I was, like, ambidextrous, so I could use both hands pretty evenly. I didn't keep using it, so I kind of lost it, but when I was growing up, I could do both. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I, I can, like, sing and act. Yeah. That would be my answer. We need <laughs> anthem singers all the time, so... Oh, I don't, know. I don't know about that. 
We we I mean you can do it at a football game and be up in the press box where people don't see you singing instead of out in front. Um, if I was incognito, maybe. Yeah. All right, next question. What's been your most memorable experience so far this year? I would say this is kind of random, but when you guys had homecoming dress up days and you did anything but a backpack day. Yep. I had some interesting things come into my room. <laughs> and that was pretty funny. <laughs> Hmm. I don't. Okay. Um. I, most memorable. I loved. I I helped out with um the musical auditions, and I just I loved that because um it was so fun hearing students sing, especially students that like you've never heard sing mm-hmm. before. Like it was it was that was really cool. So I'll say that for me. <laughs> so uh, helping with the musical next year? Is that what I heard? Maybe. I don't know. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Very good. All right. Here's our final question. If you could pick anyone, who would you like who would you like to play you in a movie? Any they're, they're, making, so they're making a, a grand cinema blockbuster ooh. about you. High School Musical <laughs> 6, North <laughs> Polk Edition. Your choice. I'm going to say Mila Kunis. Why? I, I just think she's a great actress. And if I could choose someone to play me, it would be her because I would want her to, I would want them to do a great job at it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd say Julia Roberts just because she's in a lot of movies. And I feel like she always has like a good role and like she does a nice job. So that's who I'd pick. Very good answers. Yeah, you guys came up with those pretty quick. That's That one does throw people for a loop a lot. They're yeah. like, I don't know who can play me. Recording there for a few. Yeah. Great job. All right, well, we appreciate you joining us today, and uh, thanks for all you do for our, our North Polk students here at the high school, and uh, wish you a, a great holiday coming up here. And I shouldn't have said that because we don't know when we're going to drop this, but who knows? (laughs) Um, But thanks for your time and uh, go Comets. Go Comets. Thank you.